this is Prophecy Now. I'm Liberty, your host from Spirit Move Ministry. Let's just jump in and talk about times and seasons, prophecy, everything that God's doing right now, and what we need to be preparing for. Enjoy the show. Hey guys, it is Liberty here from Spirit Move Ministries. It is so awesome to be with you. Um, I'm excited for an awesome Saturday. We're going to go poke around, mess around, um, just hang out, go look around some stuff that we haven't seen here because we need to check out the area. Still doing that. Um, There's so many things happening in the glory. This word I'm about to release, this prophecy or end times word, um, I don't necessarily preach in times, but I am times and seasons, and often he will ask me to release something that is a timeline to what's happening. Um, a lot of the words that I release are based on what he's doing in the church first, because we have to be ready. So um, I can already feel the glory so strong, you guys. Um, but very quickly, we're going to be in Houston on the 23rd. We want to see you in Houston. Go to spiritmoveministry.co for info on this event. We want to see you there. It's a Sunday night at 5 p.m. The ballroom at Marriott uh, West Chase in Houston, and we're so, so excited. We're going to have Covington from Abide Church in Florida. That is a a, a church but a house of prayer. Um, They do a lot of the house of prayer stuff, um, and uh, he is an anointed worship leader, and he is going to come join our team, and we're going to rock it. For the King of Kings, and we're gonna um, just enjoy the glory. And I'm gonna be releasing an impartation um, of the water from the wells. If you don't understand it all, you don't need to worry about it. Come to the event and hear the prophecy about Jacob's wells that the Lord gave me. And then we're gonna have an amazing time with the Lord as I pray for every person that comes to the event. You want to be at this event. Next thing. My book is about to be published. It's on pre-order. You can get it on pre-order or you can wait till it's available or you can buy it at one of our events. We will have books with us at all of our events, not Houston, plausibly by Florida. We will have my new book with us, um, Breaking the Spirit of Failureism, but it's just about to be printed and that's where we're at. Uh, The editing is about done. We're just got to do some finalizing. Um, adding the forward and a couple of other things. Um, anyway, lots of projects that we're working on. So, so excited about what is what God is doing in the glory. Amen. And I just want to say this to all of you because every now and then I've got to <clears throat> address the haters. Yes, I have a lot of haters. You can call them whatever you want to call them, but I call them haters. And, you know, they put ugly comments or they send ugly emails And uh, I just want you to know that um, I pray that seeds get planted because if you're a hater and you're watching me anyway, that's kind of funny. Who agrees? I agree. Also, secondly, I have a lot of people who just are annoyed by my sassiness. Well, I'm sorry, but it took 20 years for God to call me out of the cave. And I was radically saved at, at age 18, on fire, but it was very hard for me to begin to release what he called me to do. And when he called me to do it, I kind of was like, I don't like social media. I'm not going to do that. I'm not a YouTuber. I ain't going to do, I'm, I I don't, I don't want to do it. 
And so I had to become obedient in the call. And so also I have to find my voice. I have to be who I am in Christ, how he made me. I was so radically saved. Go back and watch my life story on 700 Club. They featured my life story. Go back and watch my testimony and you will see why I'm so straight up and sassy too. Because the devil's a liar and he only has the authority that we give him. And so we have the authority in the name of Jesus Christ over the enemy. And I will get real with that. And if my sassiness annoys you, I don't know what to tell you. But I will not apologize. Sorry, not sorry. I know this is not the most wonderful opening, but I just want to say hi to all you haters. And just know that uh, we pray for you. We love you anyway. We know that your day's coming. You're going to find Christ, and you're going to stop being a hater, and you're going to be a lover, and you're going to go with the glory. And I can't wait for your day. Amen. Everyone with me, let's agree. Amen. Okay. Um, there's so much going on, you guys. And I'll just tell you this right now. We'll see if I cannot be in the glory so quickly because I need you guys to hang tight with me. And I know many of you will say, man, you feel the glory. You get wrecked when I'm releasing a word. Uh, some are more anointed than others. Not that the ones that aren't as anointed aren't anointed, but they're more for uh, redirection, encouragement in the body, a prophetic word that needs to be said or heard. Um, there's lots of different varieties of times and seasons. Some words are so in the depths of the glory that it will be hard for you to hang tight because his anointing is upon the word. And as I'm obedient and I release it, the glory and the anointing will be felt. So here's what I recommend. Every now and then, if you feel like you should, lift your hands when I, whenever I read the scripture part of whatever I'm releasing or lift your hands when I'm releasing the prophecy so you can receive the word of the Lord. It is more powerful when we're receptive. And so I recommend you do that. And this is why I'll have you lift your hands when I pray for you. Because I believe that uh, you, you need to be receptive if you want to receive all that the Lord has for you. So moving along um, really quickly. You guys, we're still in the fast. We fast till the 23rd. You're doing great. You're doing amazing. There's many of you that might not be participating. I tell you to participate. You guys have to understand we are, we are wrecking it in the spiritual realm. This is warfare. Join the fast if you have not joined the fast. We are uh, giving up one meal a day and no sugar um, until the, tw the 23rd. We did three days of liquid, and then that's what we're doing for the last 18 days. And so please join us in that. Um, it is powerful. Okay, so this word that the Lord gave me, he gave me back in July when I was still in Arizona. And he gave it to me when I was at Prayer Mountain, just sitting with him praying in the spirit. But it was such a heavy word. It was very a very heavy word, just like the word, the 350 million deaths, that, that prophecy of the prophetic dream he gave me. Uh I had to wait for the right timing because, man, it was rough to release that word um, because of the glory and the depths of it. And so sometimes, you know, it's kind of a heavy weight, but it's beautiful. And, and I love what I've been called to do, and I love participating with the Holy Spirit and releasing God's word on the earth. This is going to be a very heavy word. And um, 
I can already feel the glory so strong. You guys, if you're not feeling it at home, woo, or on the road or however you're listening to this, um, this is the kind of word that I am not going to release until he gives me the, the right exact moment. And so he's been telling me since yesterday that this is the moment. And I was like, God, that's an extreme word. I've been kind of waiting to see, like, can I just, like, wait a long time to release this? Because I already know I'm going to have haters and backlash, and that's fine. Um, but I'm here to release the word. You guys ready? Um, and don't skip ahead from the announcements. If you've already skipped them, go back and watch them when you're done with the word. Because you need to know what's going on. Amen? The links to everything you need is below in the description. Go watch the announcement video. Go watch the mentorship video. The only thing that's new is Impact Church, Florida, Lake Wells has opened their doors and they are going to be hosting Spirit Move Ministry for the prophetic, the Florida Prophetic Summit. Amen. Thank you, Impact Church. You're amazing. Uh, thank you for partnering with God in the glory. It's amazing, amazing, amazing. Um, we feel so blessed that you are opening your doors to us and we're going to have an amazing time. Okay, are you guys ready for the word? I'm just going to pray real quick. I don't always pray before I release a word. I always pray at the end. But I think this needs some prayer. So just let's get ready. Dear Heavenly Father, we welcome you, Holy Spirit. And we say, let your word be true and let your word be so. And as I release it, let it go do the job it's been meant to do. In the glory, in the name of Jesus Christ, Amen. Okay. So he kept giving me a vision of a harp. <clears throat> As you know, I've had a vision before of a harp being played, but that had to do with the weather. You guys know, okay? And other things, okay? This is completely different. He kept giving me a vision of a harp. And I said, I said to the Lord, yes, this is our conversations. I said, God, I said, I've had this vision before, but before someone was playing the harp. And I said, why do you keep showing me a harp? And then this is what he said to me. And then I knew I had to get my memo pad out and record because I was about ready to get a word, a prophecy downloaded. He said, the harp is being played for my glory and my kingdom. So I was like, okay. So I was like, I got to get this down. And so I could feel the glory so strong as soon as he said, he is uh, playing the harp for his glory and his kingdom. The beginning of the end times are here. The 24 elders that hold the prayers of the saints are playing the harp for my glory and my kingdom. That's the hard place. The beginning of the end is being prepared. The, pr pr the prayers of the saints are being poured out onto all the earth to bring fresh fire and a revival that has been built up through the prayers over the synergy of the ages. I have not let one prayer fall to the ground. Every prayer has been heard and held in intercession. The harp is being played. The bowls are being poured out for my glory and my kingdom. Many things shall manifest as we are beginning in the end of all time. And the signs of the end of all time that has been created on the earth. The 24 elders are playing the harp. And as the prayers are poured out, they are being answered by me on the earth. And no, devil in hell 
is going to be able to stop the answered prayer of my people that has built up in the bowls. And as they are poured out, there will be a victory shout. There will be pain and suffering. There will be questions. But know my people, every prayer has been heard. None will fall void. They have been being prepared for such a time as this. Oh, my people, watch and listen and be prepared to stand firm. As the beginning of the end is here, the one who is counted worthy. Woo. The one who is counted worthy is preparing to open the scrolls. He is preparing to do all he's been called to do. Get ready, my people, and watch. The glory of the Lord shall be released upon the earth on mass proportion. Whew. Man, I had to keep it together to get through that. And I was like, I mean, I just sat there in the glory and I said, okay, God, I said, this is like the real deal. This is like a timeline. This is the real deal. And I said, what are you trying to tell me? And he said, go to Revelations 5. So I'm going to just read Revelations 5 and I'm going to give you what was going on before this moment to help you to understand the times and seasons we've been in. So here is Revelations chapter 5. You guys ready? Revelations chapter 5. And I saw in the right hand of him who sat on the throne a scroll written inside and on the back sealed with seven seals. Then I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, Who is worthy to open the scroll and to loose its seals? And no one in heaven or on the earth or under the earth was able to open the scroll or to look at it. So I wept because no one was found worthy to open and read the scroll or to look at it. But one of the elders said to me, Do not weep. Woo! Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has prevailed to open the scroll, to loose its seven seals. Woo! Keeping it together. Help me, Jesus. And I looked, and behold, in the midst of the throne and of the four living creatures, and in the midst of the elders stood a lamb, as though it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent out into the earth. Then he came and took the scroll out of the right hand of him who sat at the throne. Now when he had taken the scroll, sorry guys, I'm keeping it together. Woo! I love you, Lord. Help me. Now when he had taken the scroll, the four living creatures and the 24 elders fell down before the lamb, each having a harp, each having a harp, and golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. And they sang a new song, saying, You are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals, for you were slain and have redeemed us to God by your blood, out of every tribe and tongue and people and nation, and have made us kings and priests to our God, and we shall reign on earth. Then I looked and I heard the voice of many angels around the throne, 
the living creatures and the elders. And the numbers of them was 7,000 times 10,000 and thousands of thousands, saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. And every creature which is in heaven and on earth and under the earth and such as are in the sea and all that are in them, I heard saying, Blessed, blessing and honor and glory and power be to him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb forever and ever. Then the four living creatures said, Amen. And the 24 elders fell down and worshiped him who lives forever and ever. Woo! Man, I could barely get through that, you guys. I am so hanging tight here. I feel like I could just be on the floor on my face, crying out, praying in the Spirit. It was very hard for me to not stop and pray in the Spirit the whole time I was releasing that. And so let me help you understand, the next chapter is the opening of the scrolls, okay? Many people want to prophesy whatever they want to prophesy, but I am telling you what I know what God has told me, where we're at. So then I said to God this morning, I said, okay, I'm releasing this word. This is a heavy word. I'll see if I can get through it because it's so anointed and full of the glory and his presence this is from his heart to you. And this is why his presence is so strong. And I said, what is this outline? Because you've had me since before. You've had me since the end of 2019, fasting and praying for the body of Christ for what's coming because they are not prepared is what he told me in 2019 before the pandemic. And then as we got grew closer to the pandemic, it was like, boom, I knew what was happening, and God said, I have to redo this whole thing. This is a man-made ministry, man-made churches built. i got to crumble it all down. i got to break it up. New body, new place. No more old wineskins, new wineskins, new wine. This is where we're going. This is the season of the redo. Dry bones are going to come alive in the body of Christ. Enough of the dead, dry church. Enough of those that are against the Holy Spirit. Enough of the body that is rejecting half of my word. Enough, 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 enough. Okay, you guys, I'm going to get fired up on that part. So this is all that he's had me releasing. What he's doing in the body of Christ in preparation. So then I said, okay, God, you've been having me do all this. There's a lot of things I know. I just know. And so because of that, I'm like, what are you trying to tell me? And he said, look at the seven churches. Look at what was being said to the seven churches. And then he had me go to the very end of chapter 3 of Revelations. And it says, the lukewarm church. And to the angel and to the church of the, I'm not going to say the name right. You know who they are. These things says, um, these things says the amen, the faithful and the true witness, the beginning of creation of God. I know your works that you are neither hot nor cold. I could wish you were cold or hot. So then because you are lukewarm and neither hot nor cold, I will vomit you out of my mouth. Because you say I am rich, have become wealthy, and have no need of nothing. And do not know that you are wretched and miserable, poor, blind, and naked. <sighs> I counsel you to buy from me gold refined in the fire. 
that you may be rich, and white garments that you may be clothed, that the shame of your nakedness may not be revealed, and anoint your eyes with eye salve, and you may see. As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Therefore, be zealous and repent. This is to the church. Be zealous and repent. Behold, I stand at the door to knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in to him and dine with him, and he with me. To him who overcomes, I will grant to sit with me on the throne, as I also overcame and sat with my father on his throne. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. The Lord spoke to me and said, this is the season we've been in. He's been in a season of waking up a sleeping church, uh, cleansing a defiled church, and it's still there's still more, you guys, because God uses all for our good. So there's more cleansing coming. But he's doing a quick work because he's like, I, think, I don't got time for this. We got to get going. But my body was not ready because right before it was time for the harps to be played and for the announcement to be made and the bowls to be poured out before the scrolls and the seals could be opened. God had a message first for the lukewarm church. This is where we've been, body of Christ. He's trying to revive a dead church first. Because there's many of you, lots of different varieties, and you're going to go, wow, this is a hard word. After the prophecy, it's a hard word. If you have lived your life avoiding serving, avoiding giving your whole life to him and surrendering, that is pride and rebellion. You're not serving God. You can say all... Okay, guys, I'm getting... I know, I'm getting fired up now. You can say all day long, I believe in Jesus. That's all I got to do. I don't got to be a part of a ministry. I don't got to go with the glory. I don't have to really serve him. Here's the thing. Those who are on fire will do the works that he did. Those that are on fire will do the works that he did. We, the body had not been doing the works. There's been certain people on the earth that have been doing everything. And then everyone else has been being Sunday Christians. Well, in the body of Christ, there's no such thing as Sunday Christians. And God is very clear in this message. You're either hot or cold or I will spit you out. Well, prior to the pandemic... The body of Christ, he had spit out. Because none of you were either on fire or you were cold. You weren't cold, you weren't hot. You were lukewarm and he spit you out. And so he's saying, this is what the season you guys have been in. This is why you've received words like, I'm applying the blood. Uh, the fire is upon you. Um, the, the smelting pot. I'm basically boiling everything up to get it off You know, the, from the surface. How, how you do to impurities and gold and silver there's all this stuff he's been doing and i will throw this in there this is a side note the great wealth transfer will not go back and watch my word the wealth transfer it was like a year ago i don't know it's been a while the great wealth transfer i did two words go back to the oldest one about the wealth transfer you need to know that in that word god said 
The wicked don't know. They've been storing up for the righteous. What they've been building and how they've been creating more wealth by doing evil, when their evil is exposed, they will lose that all and it will be transferred to the righteous. But the Lord says this right now. If you are not, he's not going to transfer from wicked to wicked. He's not going to transfer it from those who are wicked and then give it to people who are really not on fire, really aren't serving him and have not really surrendered. And if you struggle to serve him and, and you get burnt out, you're too tired to give him the time of day. I don't, I don't want nobody, I don't want nobody asking me to do nothing. I just want to sit around and be fed and receive and get plump and fat and useless. Okay. Yes, I'm all up in your face. Here's the thing. He has been calling out and trying to bring deliverance and an awakening to a sleeping church. So then chapter 4 goes on to say this. And I'm only going to read the very first portion because then he goes into... Um, seeing, you know, heaven and the throne and the stones and the jasper and all that. And then he goes into chapter 5, okay, that we've already read. Here's the first part of chapter 4. It says, after, this is after God has dealt with the lukewarm church. After these things, I looked, and behold, a door standing open in heaven, and the first voice which, voice which I heard was like a trumpet speaking with me, saying, Come up here, and I will show you things which must take place after this. So this is the after this. So the Lord is letting you know right now as I release this word, the end of the beginning is here. This is where we're at. This is what stage we're in. This is where we're at in the times and seasons. You better watch and pray. You better get ready. Like his word said. If you go to Mark, and then he told me Mark 13. If you go to Mark 13, 32 through 37, says this. But of that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels, in heaven nor the Son, but only the Father. Take heed, watch, and pray. For you do not know when the time is. It is like a man going to a far country who left his house and gave authority to his servants. And to each his work. And commanded the doorkeeper to watch. Watch therefore, for you do not know when the master of the house is coming. In the evening, at midnight, at the crowing of the rooster... Or in the morning, lest coming suddenly, he finds you sleeping. And what I say to you, I say to all, watch. So here's what I'm going to tell you. We don't get to decide what makes us not lukewarm. We don't get to decide that he has to accept us because we've said a prayer, but now we're not even serving. We haven't actually surrendered. If you can't serve, actually join the body and be a part and serve and take part in doing ministry and releasing the gospel, then you're not a part of the body. And you're probably thinking, wow, that's rough. No, I'm being real. If, 
whether you're a prayer warrior or you're helping in the nursery or you're like on our, we travel all over, we're a ministry team, we do revivals and stuff. You you come and you help with tear down and set up or you receive, uh, well, we don't receive an offering, but, you know, people can give an offering if they want. We, you know what I'm saying? So there's things that the team does, we all serve together. And if you're not a part of anything or you have given your life over to him, then you are not hot or cold. You're lukewarm and you've been spit out. So the Lord is saying, the beginning of the end is here. The beginning of the end is here. Get ready, my people. Watch, lest I find you sleeping. Let me just tell you this. He's not just talking about being awake. He's talking about working. He said, I left them there to work. They're supposed to be left there to work while I had to go away and send the Holy Spirit back. Now it lives in them. You guys are the body. You should be doing my works. If you're not doing his works, you're not a part of the body. And so the thing is, is he's been working towards getting the body back in operating, truly operating in his way. And I released a word and I did a repost on it a couple months ago. Dead dry bones that he gave me. The church has become dead dry bones. And he says, I've got to wake them up. I've got to bring the fire. Because they need to be awake and on fire and know who they are in me if they're going to make it through the end times and bring in the harvest. We're called to be harvesters. We can't do that. How can we, if we're not even willing to lift a finger, we don't want to be asked to do anything. Wow. Wow. Wow for you. You can help in other ways. You can run a business and have a godly ki uh, kingdom business and then give so people like me and other ministries that I could name off that travel and do what I do can keep doing their work, things that maybe you can't do those things, but God's given you a gifted business. Everyone has been given a gift. Use them for him. Wake up. The beginning of the end is here. The prayers are being poured out, which means the answers are coming to those prayers. It's going to get ugly, you guys. This is where we're at. Amen. I love you guys. I can't believe I made it through this word. I really didn't know that I was going to. Woo! I know you felt the glory, so let's pray right now. Let's just pray because, woo, we're going to need it. You ready? I'm going to take a sip real quick. Let's pray right now. Lift your hands if you want to receive some fire because we are not going to be a lukewarm church. And you're going to declare this when you're doing this. Lift your hands. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I just lift up every person to you, Lord. And I declare over them that they will not be a lukewarm Christian. Lord, I declare that they will become a part of the body, that they will fully surrender to you and not just be a Sunday Christian. That they will not assume they're good with you. But they will allow you to move in their life and use them. And they will agree to be a part of the body for real. And Lord, I declare that over every person. And Lord, I just release fresh fire, Lord, upon every person. That they would have what they need to rise up. 
to serve you and to go with the glory. Because we all have to be ready. This is why you dealt with the lukewarm church before Revelations 5. Because we have to be ready to carry our crosses. So God, I release that fire over every person and I declare no one will be lukewarm anymore. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. You guys are awesome. Have an amazing, amazing day. Um, please go watch the announcement video so you know what's going on. Watch the mentorship. We, I think we have about 100 people already joining the mentorship. I love you guys. I cannot wait to go deep with you. It will change your life forever. We are going to be getting ready to send out an email to all those who signed up for the mentorship, the books that you're going to be required to get and to have. We're going to go through them together, and I'm going to go deep with you, and you're going to learn so much in the next 10 months. Man, the devil is going to be afraid of you. Uh-huh, 100% afraid of you. Yep, this is where we're going, church. we got to be hot. Hot, hot, hot. Amen. Um, and I think that's about it. I'll keep you guys posted on anything else, but, you know, we have so much going on. The Florida Prophetic Summit, uh, the Michigan Prophetic Summit is officially in Grand Rapids the end of March. It's going to be a Saturday and a Sunday. You want to be there for that. Uh, we'll get more info out on that, but it's going to be at the same location we were before in Michigan in Grand Rapids, but it's the last weekend in March. Um, I'll be speaking at a conference the weekend of the 17th and 18th of March, uh, preparing for the Glory Conference in Florida. So maybe I can see you there. That's limited seating. But um, then in April, you guys, we got big things happening in April. We're going to be doing the huge revival at Cross on the Prairie. What a lot of you don't know is um, the person putting on the revival that is connected with our ministry now, they are building a permanent building on the property shaped like a cross. So we will be inside the building. We will have coverage and all that. It will not be outside. And uh, it's going to be amazing. We're going to be doing a very four-day event over Easter. Mark your calendars. Get your vacation time off. Because I, for one thing, will be releasing an impartation of fire there. And you don't want to miss that night. Because as you know, we have Easter and then Passover. And so this is a very key time in, in, in the spirit, you guys. And so you don't want to miss it, but we're considering starting Friday night, those that are partnering with us and we're doing this revival, Friday night to Tuesday night. You're probably thinking, man, that's a lot of time off. Figure it out, guys. you got to get there. It's going to be amazing. We're bringing in uh, other connections of other speakers. Um, it's not just going to be me. We're going to have several other people speaking and ministering. It's going to be amazing. You don't want to miss this time together with the King of Kings in Oklahoma. Anyway, you guys are awesome. I will talk to you later.